Asked Senior Spell to collaborate with me uh, this evening, and uh, so she asked. I asked her to text me a couple of verses that I had in mind on the subject, and uh, it was funny because she was thinking along the same lines, and I said, "Well, that's exactly what I was thinking." And then she got a text from somebody out of state, said the same thing. <laughs> And I said, well, I guess we're all in the spirit. And, uh, but the, I'm joining the millenniums tonight. I'm actually using my, bi my Bible with my phone. So, you know, wow. <laughs> Look out. Yeah, yeah, I think you should give me a hand clap for that. <laughs> yeah, Lord. So if I get befuddled, you'll know why. <laughs> That's all new for me. Psalm 107. 107. Verse 6, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses, and he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Verse 8, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works, to the children of men. One of the key things to keep in mind is that how important it is to praise God, Amen. to give Him glory and to give Him praise and to give Him thanks, not to take things for granted, not to let things just go by. One translation said it like this, Yet when they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, the Lord brought them out of their distress. He calmed the storm and its waves quieted down. So they rejoiced that the waves became quiet and he led them to their desired haven. That's a Bible word. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his gracious love and for his awesome deeds on behalf of mankind. Everybody said praise the Lord. I want to tell you something. There's no need to be a scaredy cat, okay? No need to be afraid of anything, all right? 
Some people are afraid of their own shadow. And uh, some people, every little thing, you know, the enemy just gives them the boogaboos. And uh, you need a man up. You need a woman up. You need to square his shoulders. You need to trust God and believe God and look heavenward. You might not ever do anything for that kind of crazy cat spirit. Hey, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. That's what your Bible said. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. He did not do that. Matter of fact, he made it to where his spirit casteth out fear. Casteth out fear. I like that. God just dispenses with that spirit. And, and we want to be a part of resisting that spirit of fear and that devil. We want to stand up and do for God. Everybody said amen. amen. Got a job to do. We tell you what, the future belongs to the people of faith, the people that will stand up for God. Not for the people that are biting their fingernails down to their elbow. You know, future doesn't belong to them. Future that does not belong to people who always think naturally. And they can always come up with some kind of natural excuse as to why not. I say, yes, we can. Through Jesus Christ, we can. that spirit, it comes right back in there and it says, yeah, but. No, yeah, but. Get the but, your butt, out of the way. Get it out of the way. Man. Put your mind on God. Put your faith in God. Trust in God. Storm or no storm. Jesus Christ come into a situation and he said, where have you laid him? They pointed the way, I suppose, and led the way, and here comes a woman. Oh, God, help her. Here she comes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Said, he's been dead four days by now. He stinketh. You know what Jesus was saying. He was saying, stand aside, woman. I can take care of everything, including the stink. You just watch me. You know, I'm about to show you the salvation of God. And you're trying to let the devil talk you out of it. He's going to cheat you out of every good thing because of your natural mind and your natural thinking. And, of course, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Yes, he did. <laughs> Stink, didn't matter. Napkins, hands tied, feet tied, none of it mattered. You know, just like going into a, a maiden, and they said she's dead. Jesus said she's not dead, she's just sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn. They ridiculed him. I was told about a young preacher one time that got told by an older preacher in front of other preachers. Something came up about leadership, and the dear old brother, he said something about, when, when they said about leading and giving leadership, and he, the old brother said, I, I thought I was giving you leadership. And they said that young preacher fell on the ground laughing, mocking. You know, even if he was right, he was wrong. Amen, he was wrong. And that's that kind of ridicule is what they did to Jesus Christ. God, come and say in one place, he said, you know not who standeth among you. Wake up. Who's dull? <laughs> not, not God that's dull. It's not the Christ that was dull. It was, it was them that was dull. Let's not be dull. You know? Let's, let's not be all a bunch of scaredy cats. If you get, Praise will make you brave. Praise will help you to do what was told in the Old Testament, to be strong, 
to be full of courage. Be courageous. We're not called to be wimps, church family. We're not called to be wimps. Well, you can be seated. The Lord bless you. Give God praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Amen and amen and amen. Give Him praise. Oh, yes. Matthew 8, 26. I particularly like this. Let me back up and start at verse 23. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. And his, you ever read in the Bible? I know you have because I know I just gave it here a while back. Psalm 119 and 165. Great peace have they which love thy law. Nothing shall offend them. I'm going to confess to you. But the Lord impressed me very heavily about me. That no matter what comes my way, that I should be wrapped up in his great peace and nothing should offend me. It would just roll off of my back. Amen. I mean, he forcefully impressed that upon me. Woke me up. Boy, it woke me up all right. Let me tell you, God knows how to wake you up. Yes, he does. And so... Listen to what the 8th chapter of the book of Matthew said. Because it's important. Everybody said amen. amen. He was entered into a ship, verse 23. His disciples followed him. Behold, there arose a great tempest. Now, you want to talk about hurricane force and category whatever arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. He was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. Were they biting their fingernails or what? And he saith unto them, Why are ye so fearful, O ye of little faith? You know, the devil just gets you worried about every little thing. This is going to happen, that's going to happen, and this could happen, and this could happen, and this could take place, and this might take place. And you'll be such a scaredy cat. You'll be so full of doubt and fear and unbelief, you won't hardly be able to put one foot in front of the other. Come on now. you got to get some faith going here. you got to get your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. you got to remember who you serve, and you got to remember who you're called to be. Okay? Come on now. Come on now. Amen. 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 They coming to him. They they awake him. You know, they, they got him woke up. They and they started to save us. We perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye so fearful, O ye of little faith? And then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. There was a great calm. Do you know that the majority of the time that kind of fear is just coming from the enemy? There's no basis for it. There's no solid foundation for it. You know, there's, there's nothing. You can, your mind can dredge up everything that can go wrong. Everything that, you know, could possibly happen on the negative side until you will be filled from head to toe with negativity. And Jesus is looking at you and saying, why are you of so little faith? Why? Well, I want you to ask yourself this question. What reason has Jesus ever given to you to doubt him? Huh? I don't have one reason to doubt him. He's always come through. He's always been there. 
He has never, ever failed. Not one time. Not one time. Not one time. said, ye are of little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. Psalm 55. Psalm 55. You know, there's times when you just got to admit that you just got too much flesh going on there. Flesh is not conducive to faith. Flesh is not conducive to faith. It's not a conductor of faith. It's a resistor of faith. You gotta, you gotta get that flesh under your feet. You know? And uh, I, I knew two preachers up here in Idaho. scripture and the other guy did immediately and it just burst everything just took care of everything let me tell you something you get in the book you get a hold of God you get your mind on God you get your mind off of all your natural thinking you know it's sickening it's terrible get your mind on God get your mind on chapter and verse get your mind on subject matter Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, the Scripture said, and lean not to thine own understanding. Acknowledge Him. Don't you walk by God like He's not even there. Don't you refuse to pray like He's nowhere to be found. You acknowledge Him. act like, you know, it's nothing. It is something. What we have is the greatest. Amen. Amen. We want to acknowledge him in all our ways, the book said. That's what we want to do. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. All right. I'm in Psalm 55, verses 6, six through 8, and I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness. You know what? Scaredy cats run away. Huh? Scaredy cats run away. Okay? We're not scaredy cats. If you have to, reach back there, everybody. Come on, reach back. Come on, reach back. You feel a backbone back there? spiritual backbone too. All right? Okay. Okay. Let's keep that in mind. God's not raising wimps. God's not raising chickens, roosters or whatever. Not doing that. And I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. Then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness. And then he even said, salah, meaning pause and think on that. He said, I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You don't run from the storm. Somebody, somebody got on my case the other day, and I probably deserved it. And, uh, but uh, I, I listened, and I, you know, considered it, and then I discarded it. <laughs> You know why? I'll tell you why. Because you you don't you don't 
You don't pick where you fight the devil. Where he pops up his ugly head, that's where you fight him, right then and there. Amen. And, and, and I had somebody just get up in my face and begin to give off an utterance, mocking, speaking in tongues, because I had, they tried to tell me that, that the wages of sin is death, that that's the gospel. And I said, that is not the gospel. I said, the gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And I said, and that's repentance and water baptism in Jesus' name and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we got that. And then they went off on this big utterance. Made me sick. And, brother, that's when I really started preaching. I heard about that. You know, and, of course, you know, I realize that y'all want me to be namby-pamby and you know, all of that. That's not how you handle the devil. <laughs> you, know, you, don't, you don't, you know, play patty cake with the devil. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. And, the, and, you know, when people do wrong, and they boldly do wrong, and they speak ugly, and they, the spirit on them is to destroy, the things of God. Oh, that's all right. But when the man of God stands up or the woman of God stands up against that, oh, then they're the first ones. You ever do the little piggy? Wee, 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 all the way home. That's what happens. They turn little piggy. And the first news you know, <laughs> he talked to me ugly and he, he raised his voice and he hurt my feelings. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. Your feelings need hurt. Your toes need stepping on. We're trying to save your soul. That's right. This isn't a joke. This isn't a joke. Oh, yeah, people want to pop off and run their mouth, you know. And then you give them one good punch in the solar plexus and they lose all their breath. You know, they're not so big and so bad and so tough as they act, you know. Telling you, we 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 all the way home. Then they go off, and they got to tell everybody how big and bad and how mean. Oh, brother, what a joke that is! You can be seated. God bless you. Let's uh, let me tell you something. God's raising men and women for Him. He's raising sons and daughters. Okay, and you might want to keep that in mind. All right, you're not gonna raised up to be some kind of mollycoddled, spineless jellyfish. Not at all. I'll tell you what, you get in that prayer room and you learn, learn how to talk to God. And you'll get some strength about you. Yes, you will. I remember one time I for brother so-and-so right now. And the way the Holy Ghost came on me and I just had to pray for him and I just threw it open. And this thing was absolutely you got to You got to learn to talk to God. You know, you got to maybe get down at the altar and pound your fist a little bit. Okay? You got to lift up your voice. Let God know you mean business, and most especially let the devil know you mean business. I believe the Bible did talk about Jesus rebuking the devil. And I believe he told his ministers to reprove and rebuke. You know? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, ladies, we love you, but you don't cast out devils with the ladies' auxiliary. Hello. That's it. That's it. Psalm 55, I think I keep trying to get there, right? I did say the windish storm and tempest. Okay, so, and I say, if only I had wings like a dove. If only I knew how to operate a phone. 
<laughs> Everybody said, praise the Lord. If all, if, uh, let's see what I got here. Somewhere in here I got it. Everybody said hallelujah. Because I wanted to read you the different translation. It's a little bit, uh, I'm going to have to call my geek up here if I don't watch out. Amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. God is a good God. There we go. They, um, this is what this translation said. If I say, if only I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, I would go far away. You can't run away, church family. I would live in the desert. I would hurry to my safe place, away from the wild wind and storm. You can't run away. If you want, Let me tell you, if you want to run away, then you better make sure you know that God is your hiding place. Okay? You better be very sure about that. Very sure about that. I'm turning to the book of Nahum. The book of Nahum. Chapter 1. Amen. Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good. Everybody said amen. amen. A stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knoweth those that take refuge in him. In other words, in the time of the storm. He's your hiding place. He's where you want to be looking to. He's, what, he's where you want to be when the storm is, is upon you. I'm in Isaiah 25. I'm trying to finish up with you tonight. Let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you this first. Isaiah 25, 4 and 5. For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place, even the heat with the shadow of a cloud, the branch of the terrible ones shall be brought low. And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of wine on the lees, well refined. Everybody said praise the Lord. I want you to understand that our God knows how to take care of us no matter what the times are like, no matter how bad the storms could get, whether it's a whole bunch of rain or whether it's a whole bunch of heat, okay? doesn't matter if the famine comes and the things get thin and light. God said, I can, I can provide fatness and marrow. I can take care of everything. He knows how to do those things, church family, and, and we want to trust him and we want to believe him. This is how it says it in this translation. For you have been a strong place for those who could not help themselves and for those in need because of much trouble. You have been a safe place from the storm and a shadow from the heat. From the breath of the one who shows no pity is like a storm against a wall, like heat in a dry place. You quiet the noise of the strangers like heat by the shadow of a cloud. The song of the one who shows no pity is made quiet. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Look to the word, church family. I'm going to Isaiah. No, I'm going to Psalms 91. I'm trying to hurry along here. Psalm 91. Yeah, everybody said praise the Lord. 91, 1 through 5. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, and my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. In his truth. 
his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, and it shall not come nigh thee. Everybody said, Praise the Lord. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is thy refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge. Isn't that nice over thee? To keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hand, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because he hath set his love upon me. Where's your love? Where's your love? Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. I tell you, I feel that spirit come up. I feel that natural thinking come up but this, but that, but the other. I'm telling you, get your butt out of the way. Get rid of every exception. Get rid of every excuse. Move it out of the way and look to God. Trust God. Believe God. Fight that spirit that rises up. Amen. And you believe God. You trust God. Amen. Everybody said hallelujah. hallelujah. Well, I'm just going to quit. I have more, but I'm going to quit. But I'm going to tell you what right now. This, this whole situation we're looking at right now. I don't want everybody to be a bunch of And uh, I'm not saying that you don't use wisdom. I'm not saying that you, you don't take certain precautions. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that if you're not careful, you can give in to every spirit of fear in doubt and unbelief, and the devil will absolutely make a fool out of you. And you'll, you'll never do anything. Not a thing. You'll, you'll just never do anything. You'll, you'll always have a, the devil will be happy to always supply a reason and excuse. You know, why not? Didn't Brother Pastor Milo say the other night about Jonathan and his armor bearer? And I said, let's go up. And they, <laughs> they, they surrounded by all kinds of enemy. And they said, well, you know, it, God don't need a whole bunch. God can handle it. Let's go see what, let's put God to the test. Well, isn't that what your Bible said? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had people that um, they, uh, you know, they, they, I don't know if you want to call it afraid to give their tithe. And uh, what's going to happen and not going to have enough. And, and uh, but other people that have, that have put God to the test, and that's what your Bible said. I told you to put God to the test. And uh, watch him open the windows of heaven. Pour you out a blessing. There won't be room enough to receive it. And there's been people many, many, many times that have stood up and said how God blessed them. You know, tithing and offerings, that's first. It's not second. It's not third. It's not tenth. It's not when I get to it. It's first. It's a first fruits. And when you give to God first, you're showing, you're showing honor unto God. You're honoring God. And when you honor God, you're not going to lose. You're, you're not going to lose. I remember praying for a man one time. <laughs> Come over here, Arian, and go ahead and write that chair for me and then sit in it. And, uh, yeah, I... I remember he was a guy, and uh, he had come to the church, said, and uh, I started talking, and I just felt led. And I said, I'm going to pray for you that God's going to bless you. And he said, okay. And I said, um, I said, if God gives you $10, you going to give him a dollar? He said, yeah. That's okay. And I said, if he gives you $100, you're going to give him $10? Yes, he said, without hesitation. 
I said, and if he gives you $1,000, you're going to give him 100 Yes. And I said, if he gives you $10,000, you're going to give him 1000 Yes. And I worked it all the way up to a million dollars. And when I got to a million dollars, I said, you're going to give him 100000 And he hesitated. I mean, he hesitated. He was invisible in front of everybody. And, and he, he, he said no. And I said, well, don't worry about it. You're never going to get it then. Simple as that. You're not going to get it. You know? You put God to the test, church family. You put, you know, God said, I can put holes in your bag. <laughs> Everything you think you're putting in is going to run out. You, know, you put God first. You, you absolutely go a step up by faith. Go by faith. I've seen people do it, and, and they knew. They said, my bills are greater than what I've got here. But they gave God first. And then they'd come back and testify how all the bills got paid. And they don't know how it happened, except God did it. Amen. Amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. I've, I've been in the church getting pretty close to 50 years. I'm trying to run Brother and Sister Weekly down. I don't think I'm going to catch them much. But, uh, but um, I've, uh, I've never, I've always practiced tithing since I first came in. I gave tithing on a vehicle that I bought and sold before I came into church. I w my wife and I used to run to church after we got the little bit of money that I would make. We, we'd walk double fast. I said walk. We didn't have a vehicle. And we'd walk double fast because we were afraid we were going to die before we got to the church to give our tithing. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. And I, I think I told you before about the woman that pulled up to Sam's Club, and she only had a few dollars in her purse. She had lost her job. And uh, she was praying as she was parking, and she said, God, I, I want you to give me a job. She said, because I want to make money because I want to give my tithing. She said, I love to give my tithing. And she opened the door and stepped out on $250 cash. Right there, bam. <laughs> Wasn't anybody nowhere else around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You better believe I'm telling you. I've had people stand right up in the congregation and say, we only have one person earning money in the family. We've got a big family. We have a lot of bills. Previous lifestyle caused us to have a situation where we have to give child support. And uh, said, but you know what? She said, we got, I have more clothes now than I ever had. She said, we have more than enough food, which was rather evidenced by the girth. And... Uh, than we've ever had. And she said, all our bills are paid. She said, and we have money left over. <laughs> and she said, it doesn't add up. When I do the figures, it doesn't add up. We shouldn't have any money left over. We should be in the red. Oh, I'm telling you, God said, I'll open the windows of heaven. I'll open the windows of heaven. I'll open the windows of heaven. What was that song? Walking by faith. Christ the Lord. Yes, sir. Walk by faith. Don't be, oh, ye of little faith. You believe him. Don't buy into this whipped up frenzy, you know, that they want to give us. God's going to keep us, church family. God's going to keep his church. He's going to keep his people. He's going to do that. Everybody stand. Love you. Appreciate you. Jesus said, you keep my word. He said, when that storm comes, he said, you're going you're gonna to stand. Your house is not going to fall. He said, but those that, or that go, kids, don't build your house on the sand. Don't build it too near the shore. Right? Yeah, because that, that's not going to stand. That has no foundation. That has no depth. It's not built properly by faith. And consequently, the same storm comes. And it knocks it down. And great is the fall of it. Great is the fall. I want great calm, not great fall. <laughs> That's right. I want, I want God to keep me standing. Yeah. I know that that dentist is, is waiting for me to come running back.
And you know what? You know what? The, the devil will come around every once in a while, and, and, and he'll give you a phantom pain. You've heard of people who have amputations, and they have phantom pain. It's like they still have the leg. There's no leg there, but they feel the pain. It's a phantom pain. It's something in the mind. Well, let me tell you something. The devil will come back around, and he'll give you a phantom pain, and he'll make you panic and make you, or try to make you panic and make you think that God didn't heal you. And he tried that on me the other day, and I said, now, God, <laughs> not a brother do. I said, now, God, you know you healed that. I said, and that's all taken care of. Next thing I know, that was gone. That was gone. Amen. 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 And I know that you're praying for me in, in my eye, and you just, when you're praying, you thank God for healing me. Okay, that's what you do. You thank God for healing. That's what you tell them. Amen. Amen. And amen. Because Mike, I told the doctor, I don't know, what was it, yesterday? Yesterday. Brother, he worked my motor over. <laughs> he worked my eye motor over. He'd been in there working. I thought he got done. I knew it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, shoot me anywhere with a needle, but not my eye, right? But I uh, found out that was a lot of psychological, really not as bad as it sounds. But there's some other stuff he did in there besides putting a needle in there. And I think the other stuff hurt worse. And, uh, but I'm saying to you that, that I, I'm thanking God. And I told the doctor, he said, don't rub your eye for the next 24 hours. Well, I found out why he told me. Drops every one of them every six hours, and two of them every morning and night. And uh, so it's time to go to sleep. My wife put two of them in, and brother, I, woo! And uh, man, it was like putting fire in there. And you could feel so raw. let that one go by. <laughs> we let that one go by. But I'm going to tell you what, my God's a healer, and I'm thanking him for it. I'm thanking him for it. I'm praising him for it. Amen. And I told the doctor, I said, when he told me not to rub it, I said, okay, I won't. I said, doctor, I said, let me tell you something. much he believed that you know I think he wants me to have I know he wants me to have surgery because you know if I get insurance and and I get that surgery he's gonna get a bunch of money well he better go get his money on somebody else I'm going to believe my God by his grace. Everybody said hallelujah. hallelujah. All right. Love you. Appreciate you. Stand strong. Pray for one another. Use wisdom. Believe God. He'll take care of us. And we're praying, and we're going to pray right now. And thank God for all the last, I think, 11 years that we've had no storms. And we're going to ask God to turn this thing away in some other direction. And I'd preferably like to see it go out to sea and let the, air, the sea open its mouth and just swallow it up. And that'd be the end of it. Everybody said amen. amen. Well, let us pray. Come on. Father God, we love you. You are our God. All power in heaven and earth belongeth unto thee. Speak the word, O holy God. Turn this storm away from our state. O God, our county our lives and our homes and our families. I pray literally, God, that you'll send it out to sea and cause it to dissipate. Break it up, O oh God. You're great and mighty and holy and divine. You have your answer to this situation, God. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm asking for your answer. 
I love you, I praise you, I believe you, I worship you. You're a great God. You're a great God. You're a great God. You're a great God. Amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. I don't want to hear, listen to me, I don't want to hear why we can't. I want you to trust God and start talking about why we can. I can do it because of Him. Whatever's lacking, He can supply it. And everybody said amen. amen. And you, you need to throw that in the devil's face. Amen. Everybody said hallelujah. hallelujah. All right, we love you. Appreciate you. Because you're faithful to come to church tonight, I have two wonderful announcements to make to you. Steph, you might want to put the brake on a minute. And uh, then we'll let you get those meatball subs. And we'll be happy about it. Uh, of course, the first one is the cradle is out. And uh, we have a finally got the man a few words to tell me that the baby boy, Noah, Anthony, Anthony, okay. Uh, just want to make sure it wasn't Andrew, Anthony. Um, he was seven pounds, 14 ounces, I believe, and 20 inches tall. And uh, I believe he looks like his dad, so he's exceedingly handsome. And I mean that, and I'm very thankful about that. And God knows how to run his business, don't he? <laughs> And uh, so I believe they're registered at, is it Target? One of those places. We'll find out again for sure, but I think it's Target. And uh, trying to get also a list from them when they can collaborate a little bit so we can get them what they need, what they have need of. So keep that in mind. And everything goes in the cradle. We don't do anything outside. We come through the channel of the church. The second because you came to church tonight. There's a bun in the oven. There's a bun in the oven. And that little, that little intuitive Yehida knew it. She got it. And that's Brother and Sister Thomas. Amen. Amen. Well, the church has got to grow. Thank God. Lawfully. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Lord. All right. We love you. Appreciate you. Shake hands. Be friendly. Meatball sub tonight. Ship and drink. $5. God be good to you.